Welcome back to Season 2 of One Family Podcast with Kim. And Robin. It's been entirely too long, but let's just pick up like we never left off, okay? Perfect for me. Hey, what are you drinking? I have a rum and coke. I have a rum and root beer. Ew. Root beer doesn't go well, but root beer only goes well with ice cream. I go well with ice cream. Not even going there. (laughs) So welcome back and hi if you're actually still out there listening to us. Like I know about two or three of you actually are eagerly waiting with bated breath about the return of our podcast. Hey now, I've looked at our analytics and several hundred people have listened to our podcast since we last recorded. 700 disappointed people have listened to our podcast. <laughs> Anyways. You used to Robin's audible eye rolls. That was an audible shrug for me. So it's been about a year and... Obviously, we haven't been doing a good job of keeping up with the podcast. And it's not because we don't care. Nope. Um, I think in the beginning of the One Family podcast, Kim and I thought it would be fun to document our journey from being mono into being poly. Knowing that there are vast numbers of people who are embarking on this journey or even just contemplating it, we were hoping that we could inspire and support other newbies. The problem is, is we didn't really understand how personal this journey would be, nor did we really understand that how we would feel about broadcasting it to the entire internet. We are not teachers, and we don't know everything, or really, <laughs> sometimes it feels like anything about polyamory. And I don't think that we felt super comfortable in the beginning stumbling through this journey on the podcast. But a lot has happened, and we're still learning a lot, but we have learned a lot. So here we are now. Wherever you go, there you are. And here we are. So here's a little check-in with us since the last time we recorded. I do believe the last podcast, me and Kim had a girlfriend. And, well, she broke up with us. We've I've been on a handful of dates since, and I found an incredible guy to date. He's awesome, and his wife is the best meta ever. And it really does seem like a, an extended polycule family that I've wanted ever since I started off on this journey. His daughter and my daughter are even friends. What's new with me over, let's say, the last six months or so, uh, when you put it that way, it seems like it's been a long time. I have gained some lovely meadows over that time, and I have started seeing a wonderful woman, and um, yeah. So yeah, what a long, strange trip it's been, I guess, and we'd be remiss not to note that we've had you know, personal development along that time as well. It seems like, you know, there's been a lot of uh, inner work that probably when you go into a poly journey, you don't, you don't think about a lot of things that you have to uh, reconcile in your own brain and with your partner. I think when you enter a journey, you don't really understand everything that you are going to come across and you're going to feel and topics and sometimes even things of like your craziest, wildest dreams you don't even think about. During our hiatus, Kim and I were thinking of many ideas for shows that we wanted to talk about. Uh, Rules and boundaries and agreements I know is a big one, a kind of contentious, I don't know. It's a a one between me and Kim. Um, Also thinking about NRE and ORE and metas and partner privilege and things of that nature. And we're going to cover that. 
But I do want to do like a really quick summary of what we've learned in the past year. Okay, go for it. <laughs> She's got a whole script here lined up. I'm just sitting here drinking my rum. That's that's all I got going on. So first thing that I've learned is that polyamory is really fucking difficult and it's not for the faint of heart. Right, and another thing that we didn't really realize going into this was that it may be really fucking difficult, but that's um, that's about most of the fucking that we'll encounter. There's not as much sex as we expected, and a lot of people always seem to bring that up. They're like, oh, you're doing it all for the sex. Well, um, no. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Sorry, uh, oh, I had to. shit, I think I, I walked into that one. <laughs> Sorry, I really had to do that. Anyways. We'll um, just pretend that didn't happen. Moving along. <laughs> But um, I feel like I no longer have the luxury of worrying about one relationship. Like when I was mono, I really worried and focused my time in my relationship with me and my husband. But now I have several relationships that I have to, you know, spread my time between. And unlike love, time is quite finite. And I have to be mindful of other relationships in my polycule, like between my boyfriend and his wife and between Kim and his girlfriends and things of that nature. It's really difficult. And I honestly didn't expect it to be this difficult. It sounds kind of weird in saying that, but... And it also kind of gives you an idea of, you know, what we've been dealing with for the past six months or so like you know what have we been doing why haven't we had time to podcast it's because because life can be kind of a headache you know it's not all fun and games but i do feel that it all the work is completely worth it for sure and i feel like i have not only a great relationship with my husband but a great relationship with my boyfriend and with my meta and I really, I really like the tight knit polycule that we have. I think that's something that's important to talk about for a little bit that we didn't, or at least that I didn't really get in the beginning of all this is how beneficial that polycule relationship is. I really enjoy my metas and it's really rewarding and heartwarming to be able to spend time with them and to be able to just hang out with them and just, you know, do fun things um, with Robin's boyfriend and his wife and their kid. And it's just, it's, it's really a lot of fun. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, or another thing I wanted to talk about, was jealousy. I remember hearing many, 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 many times when I uh, first started on this journey that jealousy is absolutely the worst thing in the world and if you are poly you are not allowed to have one ounce of jealousy in your body and soul and I'm here to tell you that that ain't gonna happen (laughs) nothing will make the jealousy go away I mean really that's not really a surprise because like we're wired to be kind of jealous you know I think everybody is you know like if somebody has a drink and you're like dude, I want to drink what she's drinking, you can get jealous. So is it really a surprise that it comes into play when it comes to our most intimate, you know? 
I think what's most important about jealousy is not whether or not you believe that you can or cannot be jealous, but the fact that it is healthy to be jealous and human, and what isn't is when you let it control you. And I think it's, as she said, healthy to allow for emotions and to be able to process them. And it's not healthy when you get stuck on them and when you can't release them. You need to understand where the jealousy is coming from and how you can work through that. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was how amazing NRE is. And for those who don't know what NRE is, NRE is New Relationship Energy, and it's horrendously addictive. So that kind of segues into what I did really also want to talk about was ERE and how um, my recommendation to all of my new poly friends out there is to take the NRE that you experience and to filter it into ERE, even though I prefer the term ORE. Regardless, regardless of what you want to call it. It is a good point that you can take that bubbly, happy energy and reinvest it into your existing relationships. You can take your partner out on a date after you've had a date with somebody else. You can get a lovely bouquet of flowers and present it to them or cook them a nice home-cooked breakfast, and it'll just be infused with all that love and support and, and wonderful energy. And that's just, it's, it's a net positive for everybody. I love how when I was saying that you're old and busted, you kind of started talking over that. (laughs) Edit that part out. So the best part about turning NRE and converting it into ORE or ERE is that you fall in love with your partner all over again, which I think is really the best part. You know, you're falling in love with a new person, you're falling in love with your partner again, and it's just totes amaze balls. It's the best part about being poly. I think it kind of makes up for the whole headache, don't you think? Mm, just barely. <laughs> Before I end, I want to give a thanks to my boyfriend for having the honor of being a, a seasoned poly guy who's dating a first-time poly girl. He's been a dependable shoulder and a reliable ear for the past however many months we've been together, which seems like forever and also like not forever. He's being a really awesome boyfriend and a really dependable friend. This really is the best part about being Polly that I have both. So I'm super excited y'all not only downloaded this episode, but you listened to it till the end. Thank you. And a big thank you to all of our listeners who ran into us at Polly Gatherings, grocery stores, and everywhere in between and asked us where the next episode was. Please help support us by sharing our podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash onefamilypodcast. That's family with a one, F-A-M-1-L-Y. You can also share the link to this podcast and comment or send us a message. You can send us comments, questions, or just plain love at our email address. And I realize you understand this, but you can subscribe to a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or most of your fancy podcasting platforms. Please give us some love, five stars, the whole shebang. Share and enjoy, and thank you.
Thank you. We'll be back soon. Toodles. I find it horribly amusing that there was no planes flying overhead until we started recording a podcast. And then the planes started, like, coming out in droves. <laughs>